There we are. All right. So uh, first off, I want to remind everybody, and I know it sounds repetitive, and you're going to hear a lot of this, you know, over and over in our office hours calls, but take notes on your ahas, but then most importantly, write down your action steps. Because sometimes, especially when it comes to personal development, well, actually, you know, for any type of strategy that expands your mind and the horizons of, of what is possible, we have a lot of insights, right? So a lot of downloads, as I call them. And that can be very clarifying and motivating and inspiring. But then tomorrow, if we don't act on that insight, it fades away faster than we'll ever think. The emotional state that it brings about is really expansive. That wears out really quickly. So in order to get the ball rolling and momentum, we need to really anchor it with an action step. And that is, since we've been talking a lot about uh, somatics and embodiment, that is what embodiment is all about, is, is doing it, you know, walking the walk. So um, make sure that you take down notes on all your insights and then what you can do to integrate that insight. And at the end of the call, as always, then we take some pictures, a funny picture, a decent picture, and then I uh, post that in the group. I tag all of you so that you can write down what your ahas and action steps are. Um, not just for accountability, um, so just also so that you anchor it, you know, and you have a rooted sense of what you want to do throughout the week. And also it's inspiring for everybody else because I know that... Um, you know, some of you sometimes hop on after a long time because, you know, you're checking in in the Facebook group or you're reading the um, uh, office hours reminders that we started sending out just like two months ago. Ooh, yay, we got more people in the house. Um, so that also is like a domino effect that inspires the community, which is what we're all about. We really want to support each other and help each other grow. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we usually prioritize, um, where's Vicki? Here she is. Um, the questions that are posted previously in the Facebook group. Um, so if you have something that you want to talk about, whether it's a question or um, a case that you want, you know, some reflection on or some feedback on, um, you can post it in the group. We usually, um, every single week, we post three office hours reminders. Um, and you can, one of them is just one hour before the call, but on each one of those reminders, you can post in the comments the question that you have. And this week, um, Vicky posted a question that we could use that, you know, um, to stimulate the call and, and, and also so that Vicky and everybody can leave the call with some takeaways on that. I just want to um, first check in on, especially like the newer students or anybody who has any um, questions on the course, if you're stuck somewhere, if you don't know how to do something or what some lesson is about, please, this is your, your opportunity to ask away. Um, Micah or Daphne or Susan, Helmut, how are you doing? I'm, good. I'm doing good. Yeah. Daphne, you have a question? Yeah, I'm, I'm still going on the email 
list for okay. the 10, yeah, module one, I think it is. And then there's a lot of content <laughs> just to, for time management. Yeah, that's my thing at the moment. With two kids and a part-time job um, and then also doing the USANA business. Yeah, I'm just okay trying to keep up with a lot and reading and taking the action steps and checking the Facebook and mm-hmm. doing the promo for you <laughs> yeah I hear um, you so it's a lot yeah it's it's a lot yeah so I'm just I'm pacing myself so I don't get too overwhelmed so that's okay. where I'm at okay <laughs> okay so out of all those things that you just mentioned what is the one thing that would really um what do I want to say give you like a sigh of relief knowing that you have that clarified or organized or however you want to put it. Um, There's always something that weighs a little heavy, a little heavier than the rest of the things that if we make that our non-negotiable, which is one of the things that we talk about in the course, it makes everything else so much lighter. Yeah. Ticking off my tick list, like I have it here, that mm-hmm. it's um very slow, and I just see the modules are just coming up, and yeah, it's just life comes up as well. So you know when there's the aha moments and the actions, I'm just not there yet. I'm still reading the content, and I'm still ticking off like the weekly plan list, like I do first thing in the morning or at night, or then I miss a day, and then I have to backtrack. So to okay. take that off my list. Okay. So completing your yeah. WAP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're, are you I'm doing that weekly? So I'm sending, I've done that, the weekly one. Yep. And I've sent that to my Annette. And then yeah. the next one I've just done like 7am, but that's about it. <laughs> that's a lot, you know, completing your WAP, understanding the WAP. Okay, let's just start off there. <laughs> uh, printing it out, figuring out how it prints out, filling it out, and having an accountability buddy, sending it to your accountability buddy. Now, it's, it's a learning process. Um, who, who's having trouble with their WAP? Raise your hand. <laughs> I think I kind of, a little okay. bit. Micah, Helma, Janice, see, you're not alone. And it's a learning, it's a learning curve. Susan, she's like, yeah, <laughs> don't forget me. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get my hand in there. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Okay. So it, it just like everything else, uh, riding a bike, driving a car, whatever. Um, it takes a couple of times of filling it out. The first time Carmen uh, usually recommends to set aside 30 to 45 minutes. Um, or an hour. And then for, you're going to get to a point where it's going to take 15 minutes to fill out. Um, And that just takes practice. So you don't have to get it perfect the first, the second, or the third time around. It's just going to get easier week after week. And then I, if I fill in the other bits, I will, but yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Thank you. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you. I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't know what is going on. 
sometimes I don't know if it's the power you say that every week <laughs> you've been on here just one week with me Helen <laughs> yes yeah it happened last week too I wonder what it is I'm so sorry all right you'll have wi-fi yeah is this is it correct that um we don't have to like it just because it's week one doesn't mean we have to finish it in week one absolutely not right so maybe daphne if you realize that you can go at your own speed yeah uh, yeah yeah okay. that was because i thought i had to finish that week one i was like oh i can't get up <laughs> no 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 it's it's um yeah, it's, it's a self-study uh program which means that you go at your own pace um so it's really finding that balance between pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone because there's a reason why you signed up for the course you're trying to accomplish something something that is either supposedly out of your reach um, in terms of what you know how to do, um, or even in terms of personal development, we don't really think we can. So both of those concepts kind of require us to make some adjustments and to get out of our comfort zone. But that doesn't mean that you have to do it in a really, you know, uh, high paced, structured way. You do it your way. Um, but just be mindful of not doing what you've been doing up to now, doing just a tiny bit more, okay? If you just adjust things a tiny bit more, um, for example, before you weren't filling out any WAP, now you are, that's going forward. Just as long as you're moving forward, then you know, do your thing and adjust okay. as needed. If you have a deadline or like an upcoming goal, and now we're going to touch on what Vicky was bringing to the call. She has a very specific goal that she wants to achieve. And that's going to require some specific adjust adjustments that are aligned to that goal. But right now, your goal, um, I don't know exactly what your go goals are, but just signing up for a program like this, a goal is to understand, get acquainted, you know, move forward in the course at wh whatever pace you can. And then just be mindful to add a little something, a little spice, I say, a little personal development spice to get you moving a little bit more than you were before so that things move forward. And Natasha, would you add uh, for, I, I, because I know definitely well, would self-care be on top of the list as well? Well, to me it is, and I think that's the Soulcraft way as well. It's one of the um, it's one of the values of Soulcraft. So, um, you know, usually in in a very high paced, ambitious environment, and sometimes network marketing and and, and entrepreneurship in general, not just network marketing, um, pushes us to you know do 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 hustle, you know. And the Soulcraft way is about doing it in a way that feels good, you know, in a way that feels soulful and that you don't have to kind of burn out in order. It's, it's, it's not an either or thing. I either, you know, accomplish all these goals and leave behind my self-care or I take care of myself and kind of slack off with my business. Um, things can be aligned of course it's not 
a magical destination. It's th that balance is a dance, you know, it's always moving one way or the other, but it's just finding your flow in it. Uh, and really that goes with anything in life because really we, we live in a world where, you know, everything is do, do, do <laughs> more than, but if we start integrating in that to-do list, our self-care, then things naturally balance out. I found in my experience, at least, when I um, make my, my yoga routine or my smoothie, my green smoothie or whatever it is that, you know, I'm feeling at the moment um, as important and, and planning, you know, that's self-care um, and taking care of organizing my finances. That's self-care as well, because it causes a lot of stress when our finances are out of whack, you know? So when I consider those things as important as my entrepreneurship, as my work, you know, as my career, things kind of start feeding off of each other. My creativity expands, you know, my energy level is higher. My ideas start flowing better instead of being like, okay, I'm, I'm just crossing one more thing out of my list. Ah, oh, you know, it's just, it's a different energy. And, and that's kind of what, Carmen um, aims at when she talks about, you know, how on Sundays we post the um, uh, play and plan for profit reminder, you know, and she always says just take one day off to play and to recalibrate. That's what she's aiming at. She's aiming at that balance because you, when you recalibrate, there's this different energy level that causes a different emotional state. And from that state, other things are possible. When we're stressed out, we don't see the same perspective as when we're more relaxed and in flow. That's my two cents. It can be different for everyone though. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let's go with Vicky's question because I know that um, it's going to benefit everybody. And I'm gonna read it just so I don't miss anything. Is there anything? Did Natasha post after Helmet asked, did Natasha post after the previous call her example of what agreements do you need to have in place? Oh, no, not agreements. Um, it was what I was supposed to post was my, the forms that I um, help my coaches uh, fill out, that I asked my coaches to fill out to make sure that um, we're aligned in terms of agreements. I didn't post it yet because, well, I think Emmanuel would be the only one that would understand it right now. It's because I have um, the thorough version in Spanish. I'm gonna translate it and post it for you guys. Actually, I'm gonna task that out. If you have a tasking system, I recommend it. Okay, thanks Helmet for that reminder. Um, so Vicky asks, if we have, uh, da, 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 I have, I have set a goal of 500 CVP, which is $500 uh, per week. And that requires moving 2,500 sales volume points of product through two sides of the business. Hitting this target consistently is what I want before I aim for the $1,000 per week. I need to work on my self-belief and thoughts and how I actually plan to make it happen. So that's a great question because there are two sides to this uh, question, business strategy and personal development. 
So what business strategy does Vicky need to hit her goal? And also, what does she need to train herself on in order to implement that strategy, right? Yes. Natasha, before you go, I just want to uh, bring this up because it just why this comes up for me and it, it's because of the WAP and it might just help with those people who are, who are doing their WAP because every week we put our goal, you know, we put mm-hmm. our um, income goal. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that consistently. I've been going, well, okay, you want, this is what you want. And it's pushed me now to go, well, actually you, you, you're putting it there. And, and it's been a bit of a wish, I think more than a, it's just kind of been, I just got to put that out there. So now it's starting to really integrate into me going, actually you got to make this happen. So I just wanted to let uh, you guys know that that's doing the WAP every week and making sure that's part of the WAP that I, I focus on. Thank you. That's perfect. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to ask you a series of questions and um, please everybody jump in um, to suggest and share thoughts with, with Vicki as well as in terms of what you've tried so far um, when, you know, going for a specific goal. Um, I, I really encourage this to be a collaborative call so that it's as nurturing as possible for both Vicky and everybody else, okay? Um, so for this goal of $500 a week, um, which was moving 2,500 sales volume, what do you think you need to do, Vicky? What would you uh, need to do uh, in terms of like all the operational things like call, message, present, whatever it is, in order to hit that number. Okay. Um, I, I need a, a bigger funnel. I've got a very um, small funnel of people. So I, um, for me, I, I'm, I get customers and I do customer orders all the time. I don't post it up in the Facebook page when I get them because it's not what I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate. Um, associates because customers are easy for me (laughs) Um, and they come and they go Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so well there's two there's there's lots of things and I know what I kind of need to do but the first thing is um, it's the funnel opening up and also getting some confidence around um, offering the the business opportunity because I don't really do that I, I stop to, to, from doing that um, for some reason. Um, so I need, I need that funnel. And I also, I, I know that I've got to get back. I've got a very big database we've collected over the years. We've got around 3,000 people. I've got 900 um, associates listed in my database, whether they're current or not. Um, and if I start communicating regularly, I know that the auto orders or the regular orders will pick up. Um, so it's about getting that. Um, discipline about communicating with them regularly and what am I going to communicate them and stopping this self-talk about they won't want to hear that or you know they already know that that kind of thing Um, and making it simple and regular okay yeah and yeah and then just doing once I've got those uh, invites doing the presentation so yeah I think it's to me I think my focus has to be on that funnel being more confident about 
um, sitting down with people and saying, hey, you're looking for a site, you know, how I do that, how do I bridge that conversation? Because I actually are connected to a lot of people. I'm in a number of business groups, but I'm not using it properly. Okay. Okay. A couple of things here. So what are you referring to as the funnel? Do you mean um, a, list, is, a list or? No, I mean people who I'm talking to that um, I'm warming up, you know, so. Um, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Because so I was wondering, my, I was wondering if you're referring to the process, which is usually what the, the, the concept funnel, the funnel is the, um, the process that people go through uh, in your marketing. So yeah. that goes from a broad, you know, cold audience um, approach, mm -hmm. which is basically sending uh, an email, a general email to your whole list without segmenting mm -hmm. the list mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. or just on your social media, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, even that would be kind of a warm audience because they're already on your list and they're following you on social media. Otherwise they won't see that post super cold audience would be to um, create Facebook ads, Instagram ads, people that have never heard of you before all of a sudden see your ad, you know, and your post or whatever. So the process, do you want to tweak the process that these people um, go through in order to warm them up? And finally, you know, get to um, book a call with you or a meeting so that you can talk about the business offer. Is that what you're referring to? Uh, I hadn't actually thought about that, but because um, so, I don't do Facebook ads, um, but I no, do have. A that's fine. You don't. You don't have to. There are different types of yeah. funnels. But I was just yeah. asking what yeah. specifically you're referring to as the challenge. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So it would be, um, that would be helpful. Yes. To talk through that process and okay. then I adjust it to what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So what are you doing right now? Um, well, <laughs> I, I do put out a, 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 a newsletter to a general list. So, okay. but I haven't done that for, for a while. So I need to do that. Um, I do post on a business page. People do find me, funnily enough. I just had a, an inquiry this week. Um, awesome. But that's about it. And I go to business meetings and I'm connected to a large group, business group. Okay. So this new newsletter that you sent to your general list, do you send it to the your 3,000 uh, yeah, contact do a general, database? Yeah, yeah, it goes okay. out to everybody. Okay, yeah. cool. And then you do a general post in your business page. That's a Facebook business page, Instagram? Yes, it's okay. a Facebook business page. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I would definitely, so these people are already on your list. It is kind, kind of a warm audience, but you need to nurture it. Yes. So if they mm -hmm. don't hear from you in a while and then all of a sudden they get an email saying, hey, special offer, they're going to be like, wait, you know, they, they yeah. weren't warm, warmed up. Some people may because maybe they kind of follow you on social media, but you don't know that. So in order to really take care of your list and nurture them, um, you need to add value somehow. And it seems like your newsletters were doing that, right? Mm. Okay. So you want to um, make sure that you're doing this frequently. It doesn't matter if what type of frequency, but to... 
um, be able to do something regularly where people see that, you know, you, you, you don't just all of a sudden disappear. So whether it's monthly, weekly, whatever you feels good to you, whatever feels soulful to you, because it really is important. Otherwise you won't sustain it. Um, then keep on doing that. And then with that nurturing going on, maybe some sporadic email on, um, well, I don't know what's aligned to your style, but if there's like a, a really interesting product that has like a lot of health benefits and you want to talk about why that's important, you know, something like that will also, you know, help. You just have to aim at leading people into the direction that you want to lead them. So if the end result is for them to book a meeting with you to talk about the business, and then, you know, like the step before that would be to talk about a product probably. And the step before that is to get them really interested in the product. And the step before that is to get them interested in, in the overall picture. So just, this is called a value ladder. So really a value ladder is out of everything that you sell, out of all of your offers, the value, monetary value of, you know, like um, a low ticket offer to a high ticket offer. This is also the case for our communication. So from something broad, that's just adding value to them with no call to action, selling nothing and, you know, developing that relationship with your contact list. And then talking about something more specific, maybe with a call to action, but not a super aggressive call to action, like, you know, book this offer that's really expensive, but buy this product, you know, that, that could be a call to action and links, you know, like affiliate links, whatever it is, if people are interested. For example, um, Carmen writes blogs and um, she writes really interesting blogs for whatever it is she's writing. Let's say that she's writing about how to boost your immune system, which was a big thing when COVID hit. And then of course she offered different things like, Hey, this is what I take. And it's the truth. It is her supplements. And then she has affiliate links um, linked to it. So that right there is a call to action. That's not super aggressive. And then, you know, stepping it up, to the next step of the value ladder is an email about the WAP, you know, and it's a specific email about the WAP and, you know, um, all the things that it offers, everything that it includes, and it is a like a higher ticket price. And then the next offer would be the course, you know, if you really want, if you're really interested in that and you want to expand the benefits to entrepreneurship, whatever it is, then you can purchase that. So think of it that way. Where do you want to lead them? And make sure that you're generating content that's aligned to that. I think Janice had a question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's not a question, but um, I've been told a lot that you want to find out what they are interested in. And so I haven't done this yet, but number one, when you do your newsletter, if in your newsletter you had a survey and the questions will of course be oriented the way, you know, towards your products and that may be health related. So, you know, um, asking how many of you are interested in, and, you know, 
bring something up or make it more open-ended and say, what um, are your most, your three number one health concerns? Yes. Then you'll be able to direct yes. your talking to them to what you already know that they want or need. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, we do this in, uh, in Carmen's business and in general, really, um, to segment the list. So some people are only interested in the course. Some people are only interested in her blogs. Some people are only interested in Soulfit Dance. Um, and some people don't want any marketing emails at all. They just want to hear about, you know, like the moon calendar and the free offerings and that's it, right? And we want to take care and really honor those people. You know, we don't want to lose them just because, you know, they're not buying something. Um, so in order to kind of generate that segment in the list, we send out a survey for them to complete. And we invite them to tweak their subscription options because we do separate each of these things and they can choose what to receive and what not to receive. And this is great because some people um, don't really realize that you offer a lot of different things and they just unsubscribe from your list completely and you don't hear mm -hmm. from them again. And then maybe they were interested in the next thing you were gonna talk about and they're out of your list. So that's, that's a really good thing to do what Janice is saying to mm -hmm. really take care of them. And also, also, like she said, to know what content to create for them. Because if you don't know what they're struggling with, then you don't know what to give them to offer a solution or support or value. So yeah, thank you. Thank can you I that. add to that too, please, Natasha? Yes, please. Because and I'm I'm in the same boat with uh, with Vicky, right? You aim for that, but sometimes we look at the the funnel that Vicky's talking about. You know, all the the, the context that we have. However, I don't get overwhelmed by it because, say, the five the two thousand five hundred is really five thousand points we're looking at. That may overwhelm you, and for some, it's only say fifty dollars it may overwhelm you but when you really look at your preferred customers or the people you've already spoken to if you focus on them first and do and just size it down a little bit you're not so overwhelmed and for vicky and myself and renee uh, and allison that i know i know them personally that it, it's not that amount of money because with the amount of business centers, you can actually have that project. So instead of 500, it's really 250 that you need. So focus on, for me, I'm focusing on the people that I've already served because I want this, you know, next week. I don't want it in three months time. So looking at this big bubble, it's overwhelming. You tend not to do anything. Mm -hmm. So break it down to the smaller bubble. And if by Friday you think, oh, I'm still 200 short, then you start really focusing on the ones to tell them, like Janice and yourself just said, that you can give them some value, you know, whatever that may look like. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I would look at it. Yeah. Thank you. So um, I agree with, with Annette. It's easier to... Um, it's, 
it's more likely for somebody who has been warmed up. So somebody who's been on your list for a long time, opens your emails, et cetera, to purchase from you than somebody who just hopped on your list and it's super cold audience. It's just uh, now starting to hear about you to, you know, take that um, leap and purchase or whatever it is, right? To schedule an appointment. So um, it's always easier for your warm audience to respond and engage to what you're offering. Now, it will get to a certain point where, you know, you would need to, oh, Michelle is here. You'll need to start expanding your reach and then you can think about other things. But um, so that's, that's something that you can do to segment your list. You can choose that, um, closer, warmer circle of people that we always can think in the top of our minds, like 10 people that are way more likely than everybody else to, um, to engage with what we have to offer. So you can, if you have that list, I don't know what platform you use, but most platforms um, include this option to segment you can call it my inner circle, whatever, uh, warmer audience, whatever you want to call it, and just choose the people out of the list. And you can write specific emails for them. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people do that. It gets, I don't want this to get super complicated for the uh, newer soul crafters. It's really not like a high techie thing. Um, no. It's just a matter of like, even if you don't use a mailing platform, it's what you would do uh, for a birthday party. You know that there are a lot of people that are way more likely to come and some people that you don't know, some people don't respond. So you tweak your messaging differently for each one. It's the same thing for when it comes to um, your business, the way that you direct yeah. the message to them. And uh, Vicky, I think- you're, Vicky, you're mm -hmm. great at, at um, what Natasha is just saying, you're great at helping people uh, with weight management, make that your, you know, whatever you want to do, make that a free service as an extra. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm figuring all that out. Um, I, I, and the other thing, Natasha, about this, so this is actually a bit of a process because when you, and this is what, exactly where I'm at, I'm just getting this connection going Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it'll take a little bit of time before that 500 US is sitting <laughs> in my, you know, account. So that's this kind of self stuff I need to pace in mm -hmm. terms of realizing not to be dis, because every time I write that 500, I go, have I hit that 500? No, I, you know, I got 300 or I got 400. Um, yeah, this is where I need to kind of uh, keep my enthusiasm going and not be, do you know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. yeah, you think, oh, I can't see it happening. It's not happening. Yeah. All right. So um, I know that there are some questions. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll have your chance. I really want to um, respond to Vicky here because I know that a lot of you can relate that it is, um, well, for who, how many of you, is it easier to invite people to try a product, you know, um, engage customers, but then when it's time to talk business, then you don't know how to approach it. You don't know. <laughs> Michelle's like, <"Woo!"> <laughs> <laughs> um, so who has more trouble um, having that 
business presentation to really engage a, a process, an associate rather than a customer. Annette, Michelle, Vicky, Daphne. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So more people. Um, that is very, very common um, because basically, so that means that it is within your comfort zone. And you just said, you know, I don't want to celebrate having more customers. That's easy for me. I know how to share products. I know how to share the benefits, you know? So obviously it is out of your comfort zone to have that business conversation, right? And we have talked about this here and there. Um, your husband used to do this, correct? Yeah. So um, the way to get your enthusiasm going is to get out there. Honestly, the mm -hmm. best way to get your momentum, your enthusiasm and everything is to do it. Now, easier said than done, right? How do I get myself to do it? Well, sometimes you're going to have to trick yourself. Sometimes you have to hold space for yourself with compassion. It depends on where you're at with this, you know, how much your resistance creeps in and in which way does it show up for you, your resistance, right? Because if when it shows up, let's, let's um, use the example of public speaking. It's one of the most common human fears, right? To speak in public. Everybody gets freaked out about this. Um, now there are different levels of fear, right? And there are different levels of resistance. There are some people that have full on panic attacks. And there are people who, you know, just have, you know, uh, an accelerated heartbeat and then get over it, right? So there's this whole spectrum of how resistance shows up for us. And depending on how it shows up for us, then we find tools, you know, to help ourselves move forward. Maybe for a person that has a full-blown panic attack, it's not the best idea to say, hey, just do it, you know, get out there, kick in the butt, you know, because it's just not going to be good for that person. Maybe that person needs somebody to hold their hand, you know, go to the stage, have a lot of support, their husband, their whatever, their mother, whatever it is, their best friend. And um, I don't know, just like take some uh, relaxing tea <laughs> and be really well prepared for that. And maybe the coaching around that person is going to aim at that support, that kind of support. But in your case, from the amount of times that you, you hopped on these calls, I think it's a matter of really seeing how you can just get yourself to do it, right? What is going to be supportive for you to just do it? Um, because you have so many, I mean, if you are already, um, engaging a lot of customers, right. So that means that you're not in that other extreme, you know, full on extreme of like, I can't do this. Right. Um, I think that you have one foot in and, you know, you're just seeing and what happens if you put your other foot in and that's great. So in the past, what has helped you with a major milestone that you were needing to nail and that once you did it, you're like, oh, thank God. What helped? You know, uh, it is tapping into um, people who are doing it, actually. I think for me, when I get the excitement, I can. it's easy for me to um, 
broach that. You know, I don't have this, uh, what is it? You know, I don't have this kind of perfection, perfecting script going on that I'm trying to go, how do I, you know, what do I next say? So when I'm excited and um, pumped, mm-hmm. it's not so. So for me, actually, I, I've kind of just figured this out. So you've given me another aha. It's making sure that I just tap into those things, the mm-hmm. all the information, the stuff that really gets me uh, ignited. Yes. And and then yeah. Okay. What are the things yeah, that I need get to do you that? Need, yeah. Tell me. Um, oh, for example, I just listen to a, you know, if I listen to anything by Dr. Robson or if I listen to anything that's the mastermind people are doing. So tapping into those little um they've kind of got the energy behind it because the words are there, you know, they're they're podcasts or um Zoom mm-hmm. calls. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. I need to schedule, make sure I, I schedule those in every week because they keep me, my energy up, mm-hmm. you know, doing a manuals health and wellness spa, just seeing how that's done. For me, if I see it done or I hear it done, yeah. I can, I do a lot of reading, but it doesn't give me the same level of um, uh, motivation, I guess. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um... do, you, do you know that USANA has a lot of things already developed that you can use? different tools that you can send to them so you don't have yeah. to put it yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not about that, Jenna, so much. It's about uh, my energy. When my energy is high, it's kind of, this is that whole self-care too. It's like just making sure that, mm-hmm. yeah. But I've learned that if I tap into the battery charger, um, I'm more likely to uh, broach things that I find a bit fearful, that I'm a bit scared of or okay. out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Okay, have so you an hour. Sorry, have you, heard, have you heard of power hours? Yes, yes, I have. They're a, a bit awkward timing because of our time difference, but yeah, it's about scheduling. No, but you, you can make up your own. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. with people that are in your upline, downline, yeah. you can do your own for when it suits you. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to have someone to approach those. <laughs> Problem. I've got to get, okay. the, got okay. to get that going. So action step for you, Vicki. Um, yeah. Schedule. So you're getting stuck in the invites for, um, for business conversations? Is that? What? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. Schedule some invites. Schedule yeah. it. And it doesn't matter when you schedule it, just kind of do it on autopilot for now. It doesn't matter where your energy level is when you schedule it, just do Mm -hmm. it and then raise your energy when you're about to have the conversation, listen to the podcast, listen to the mastermind things, you know, elevate your energy. It's kind of, if we're using the analogy of public speaking, book the date, sign the contracts, Mm -hmm. even if you're scared shitless, and then, (laughs) and then when you're about to get on stage or a couple of days before, start working on your energy, but do yeah, it, okay. schedule it. Yeah. And I know that's the way that you're going to get momentum. Your personality type is going to boost its confidence when you have evidence that you're doing it. And yeah. I'm not talking about doing it right or wrong. I'm talking about do, doing it is going to boost your confidence, doing it alone. Mm. Even if it's mm. not the greatest conversation, even if you didn't say exactly the things that you wanted to say, you're doing it. And that starts to, you start um, to comply with agreements with yourself 
instead of breaking agreements with yourself and that builds mm. self-confidence. Yeah. Emmanuel, you have a question or something to say? <laughs> no, it's not a question. It's something for Vicky. Well, I have like two or three tips that maybe can help you. The first one is um, remember this soul craft statement of uh, increasing your standards. So that's the way you can easily reach your goal. I mean, if you wanna earn $500, maybe your goal can be uh, 1000 <laughs> because uh, your, if you raise your standards, it means that as Carmen says, you're never gonna have that ideal thing because is that it's your ideal. So it's so, so, so difficult to get it. But if you put your standard on like a, the goal director in USANA, mm -hmm. it's, it's gonna be easier than $500. And uh, another thing that helps me a lot, <laughs> I don't know if it works for you, but um, when, Uh, when I reach the um, silver director, uh, I, I'm also in USANA. So if the, the people who are not, uh, it's like the first $1,000 per week. Um, it, it was because my mother told me that if in one year I don't uh, make enough money, <laughs> I have to go back to a job. So in one year, I reached that silver director. <laughs> so I also, the I, I don't have to say to say in English, but uh, uh, Natasha, uh, anti-sueño, it could be like the, the opposite of your dream. Like right, the, the anti-dream. Uh, yeah. Anti yeah, 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 the risk, uh, the risk, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe it can help also for my goal director when I achieved the goal director um, status. It was because I was so, 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 so badly in, in credit card debt. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know how to manage all the money that I, I was doing. So I get in a lot of financial mess. <laughs> so <laughs> the one thing that I could do, it was to reach that goal director. So uh, I did that and, and I now financial debt free <laughs> so i don't know okay for, for me for me it works like like you if you have to, if you you have these kind of anti-dreams it could help you push you a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah i have one that's why that's why i, I really have to step up I, i have put a very significant risk on it this year hmm. so thank you i appreciate it because it is actually what's driving me the risk Yeah, so um, I see a question from Judy here. I'm going to answer it in a little bit. Um, what I wanted to point out about what Emmanuel shared, and thank you so much for your share, Emmanuel, um, is that what he's referring to is the purpose of your goal, right? Mm -hmm. So um, there's this thing that we say in the coaching industry that if your purpose isn't uh, very clear and uh, significant, you know, just relevant enough, then you're going to push yourself to, to, uh, towards the goal. And it's very, very difficult to get past your resistance 
when the purpose is weak. That's why you got to push yourself. And honestly, if most people don't push hard enough through their resistance, so people just fall off the, the wagon halfway. But if your purpose is strong enough, it pulls you forward. Like Emmanuel really needs to get it out of that credit card debt. That is like really good motivation right there. That's a good purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, a very clear goal. There's this big why and what for, right? And also what he shared about his mom, he's like, well, you got to go back to your job. <laughs> so, um, so those are like, sometimes we, we dismiss those purposes because it just doesn't feel big enough or, you know, mystical enough or whatever it is that sometimes our ideal is really utopic, but um, really just what would change in your life? You know, why is it absolutely important to reach that? Is it just because, you know, you, you want to reach the goal because you've been trying at it for a really long time and you're just not nailing it? Or is there something behind that, that you will be able to, achieve or that that will manifest or will be be possible will just be possible once you have that money or you know that milestone in your career accomplished so you know check in with yourself because you you know your patterns very well you know you have a lot of clarity when you come on these calls it's like well you know what this is what happens i need to work on my self confidence and when i get to this point i get stuck so you know you've been observing yourself very well um you have to try something different sometimes to get a different outcome and you know revisiting the purpose of um of what you're trying to accomplish and maybe even rewriting it a little bit you know make it more exciting make it more um, motivating for you. And then just schedule it up front. Don't wait until your energy level is ideal in order to invite people, invite people, and then, you know, get yourself pumped for that challenging conversation. Fabulous. Thank you. And then tell me how Thanks, it goes. Everyone. All right. So I, uh, up the ante to use a UK phrase. Oh, that was for Emmanuel, the, the, the anti-dream. All right. So to answer Judy's uh, question on what mailing platform, um, I don't know if you've already accessed um, Carmen's little black book of um, applications and recommendations of things that she used, but she does have a couple that she names there. But um, Active Camp, we use Entreport, Judy. It is, it is a little complex. You can use just like the basic features, but it is a little complex. MailChimp, ActiveCampaign. Um, there's another one. ActiveCampaign, MailChimp. Um, Bluehost also has a rather simple mailing platform, but I would definitely recommend MailChimp and ActiveCampaign. And the reason is because they're very um, well-known and the more popular they are, the more they integrate with different platforms. And as you start growing, that's important because if you start using like a scheduling platform to book your meetings um, and you need those to communicate with your mails, if it's like a, a platform that not a lot of people know, it's not going to have the integration tool. So um, yeah, I definitely 
recommend that. And Manuel says that MailChimp, MailChimp is very easy. I haven't used MailChimp in a really long time because you know I'm all in for Ansh report now. But um, yeah, it is. It's it's popular, so they have to make it easy because the more popular it is, they have to cover more um, needs. So it has to be more user friendly. All right. Um, before we hop off, yeah, we got a couple. Does anybody have any other questions? Not to go super deep because we're about to wrap it up, but I don't want anybody to leave with questions unanswered. Oh, so everybody is 100% okay. I wanna see those goals go crazy by next week. Everybody's gonna be like, you know, I just hit my 100K mark. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to recap what we've we've um, gone over in this call. So it's really what business strategy do I need to reach my goal? Um, I also want to clarify um, the difference between funnel and list. So contact list is the amount of contacts in my mailing platform and the amount of contacts in my um, in my circle. You know. Um, and the funnel is the process through which those contacts go through in order to, you know, sell them or invite them, sell them my offers or invite them to my, um, my different free offers like webinars or whatever it is. Um, so it's the process. The, the process can be super simple or super complex depending on, you know, how big your, your list is. But um, an easy way to remember this process is to um, is that your contacts go through a value ladder. Okay. So from something that's just adding value and completely free to something that has a call to action for some, for uh, a light commitment, we call it. So, you know, just um, like a $5 offer, like a download or something like that, an ebook, whatever it is. And then something that, requires a little bit more commitment, et cetera. And to keep that list nurtured with, you know, like uh, Vicky's newsletter or, you know, just talking about something that adds value and that you're not selling anything to them. So the way you nurture your list is by adding value without asking anything in return. And then, you know, sharing your offers. So that is the business strategy what you need to train yourself on in order to implement that business strategy, especially when, you know, your resistance comes up, which it always will. Don't expect it not to. That's not natural in us human beings. If we're stepping out of our comfort zone, we're going to find ways not to do it. Um, so just think of where you are on that spectrum that we talked about of resistance and what support you need for that level of resistance in order to you know, go through and nail your goal. For Vicky, um, it was, you know, shake things up a little bit. Um, you, you already know what your pattern is, you know it well, you know where it shows up, uh, you know what you're comfortable in and what's out of your comfort zone and what happens when you start stepping out of it. So, you know, what energizes you to support you um, when you're about to have that uh, conversation that you're not very much used to, your husband used to do that. You're, you're still training yourself and doing that. I would say schedule it. You're going to do great. I'm sure. 
um, that's her personality type. And that's for, for what she's been bringing to the calls where I see her in the level of uh, endless on the spectrum of resistance, right? And then we'll see how it works for her. And we may need to tweak and try different things. So think about that, you know, where are you at? What will get you a, one step further? If it's one step, you're already moving forward. That's good. And, you know, challenge yourself, but not to the point where it's going to be so much that you're not going to move forward. It's a dance. So I, let's take a picture and we're done with this call and I'm going to tag each and every one of you. I hope I don't forget anybody because you're a lot this, this, on this call. And all right, we're gonna take a nice decent picture. Let's see what that looks like. Three, two, one. <laughs> and then everybody's like decent. <laughs> and then we're gonna take a wild picture, whatever that looks like for you. Three, two, one. <laughs> thank you guys. It was awesome thank you. seeing you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much Natasha and everybody. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Appreciate Have a great day for you too. Bye-bye. Sorry I was late, Natasha. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh that's yeah. absolutely fine. <laughs>